What's going on, everybody? Uh, this is Alex Adams from Four Corners here, as always, with my buddy, Paul. Say hi, Paul. Hi, Paul. Uh, nice. Always so classy, so irreverent. <laughs> my favorite thing. You always softball him in like that. I like, do. I have to take it. Yeah, I mean, at some point in time, I'll just stop introducing you, and then I'll just like steamroll, and eventually be like, wait, are we going to end oh, no, to Star Wars? We are uh, Four Corners Games. Uh, we have a fun little Pathfinder podcast that we host, as well as all these little fun one-shots that we do, in addition to our uh, exotic hardwood dice trays Ooh. that we we hand out uh when you give us money which i think is just called selling stuff i swapped <laughs> mine up I moved over to the capitalism. capitalism that's what we do we are a cog in the machine but at least we make good shit we're joined today by uh three lovely handsome lo- handsome well endowed maybe uh, <laughs> i'm not so uh gentlemen how y'all doing today I'm feeling very well endowed. Thank you. We'll we'll go with that. You know what? I could be better. I'm feeling about medium endowed right now. (laughs) It's been a hard day. It's been a long day. day. It's been been literally a medium day. (laughs) God. Uh, All day. Oh, I just had to scrap all this. No, <laughs> no, no. This is this is if yeah, if you do need to re-record that, I guess you can try that. <laughs> no, that's good. It's all good. Uh, but we are joined by Benjamin from the Lawful Great Podcast. I'm saying that right. Ryan from Dice Populized Podcast, and then Nick from the Character Arcana Podcast, also Character Arc Podcast Network, I believe, is yeah. a thing. Um, and, uh, thank you all so much for joining us. We're, we're super excited. And Ben, why don't you start us off? Uh, and don't fuck it up. <laughs> okay. Uh, my name is Ryan Mossbarger. I'm from, oh, fuck. My name <laughs> is, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm Benjamin. I am the dungeon master for the lawful great adventures podcast, a, uh, Pathfinder first edition actual play. Woo-hoo! Yeah, baby. Pathfinder first edition. Needlessly complex. I love it. Mm, um, it's, a travel, it's a travel story about four friends trying to get home. Uh, it's um, light on the goofs, which, you know, this this show isn't obviously the one that we're doing, but the, the show that I do is a little, little lighter on the goofs, really heavy on the narrative, lore, and character interaction. So if you want something you can just kick back and immerse into, definitely give that a listen. Uh, I'm also really active on like the TTRPG sort of actual play recording scene, I guess. Um, so you can find me on basically every TTRPG uh, talk podcast that you've ever listened to because I always <laughs> anchor for guest spots there. Um, I'm launching a new side project called the Care Fall Regulars using the Quest RPG system, a very fun system that I highly recommend. Uh, it's a lot of fun and it's really great for pickup games. And um, I was cast on a uh, on a show coming up through the Shared Experience Network, a Twitch stream. Um, it is a Star Wars Fantasy Flight Games cast. So uh, we'll be, yeah, baby. So this is uh, this is my first foray into the Star Wars Fantasy Flight universe, but it will definitely not be my last. I'm glad that we can be. The we can be your stepping stone to success. As nice. you step on our heads to drown underwater to sound or, so much more professional. Or you're just going to fill yeah. his head full of doubts about the upcoming adventures. Like, oh, God, there's so the many dice, time. guys. I don't know if we should do this. <laughs> every every table needs a fuck up. So even if I'm really bad at this, I'll just I'm just going to be the guy. I'll just be the heel. It's fine. I'm comfortable with that. Anything for fame. 
<laughs> Yo, anything for fame. Oh my god, that's like the wrestler's credo. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> it's the old, the old jackass one two. The the jackass movies. The those guys. Oh, the jackass yeah. movies. Literally anything for money. Anything for fame. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> including stapling their balls to their leg. With that segue, Nick, what you got oh, going on? No. It would have been better if his name was Steve. It would have been better. Yeah. Well, with that intro, um, <laughs> we, we do have um, some dick stomping in our, in our campaign one, if you want to check that out. It's 12 episodes. Uh, you can search Character Arcana on, on uh, most listening services. Um, but if you wanted to start with our campaign two, which just started. We only have our very first episode out, so that's fun. Uh, we're in an entirely homebrew world with uh, most of our characters are homebrewed in one way, shape, or another. It's D&D 5e. Um, yeah, you can find us on Twitter, too, at Character Arcana. Um, that's, that's my spiel, other than, you know, ball stapling. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Save what that is for it? Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> That's like a $25. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. 25. I mean, come on. I mean, we, we got right. at least That's at least premium content. <laughs> at least 15. That's a, that is a deal. Uh if I do say so myself. Well, thank you so much, Nick. Uh and then Ryan, what what what's going on with you? Well, I, 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 I guess the pressure's on. Everybody did so well. Uh, I'm Ryan Mossberger. I'm a cast member of the Dice Populate podcast, a uh, bi-weekly, I guess twice monthly, sometimes depending on how many Wednesdays are in a month, uh, podcast, uh, 5e Real Play. Uh, we're like medium goof level, uh, but we have a lot of fun and a uh, very enjoyable podcast in my opinion. Uh, but then again, I'm in it, so I don't maybe don't trust me. I don't know. The show is straight up funny. I, yeah, I, no. I have, yeah, I do enjoy that people think it's funny, but we're trying to be so serious. I guess we're just really <laughs> bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I'm uh, I'm on Twitter at Dice Popular. I'm also on Instagram, but I'm way more active on Twitter. Uh, you know, talking to people, uh, giving my uh, giving out little kernels of wisdom, talking about uh, zombies and stuff like that, uh, depending on the day. We also have a brand new Discord, or well, relatively brand new. Uh, check out my Twitter, uh, the uh, Dice Populate Twitter for that. It's uh, blowing up currently with like this is going to sound like the 2018, but evidently we're back on the sandwich versus hot dog debate and it's literally taken over my server today and it's like i want to honestly i want to delete the server but to join it anyway while it still exists um, i for one think we should burn it to the ground and start anew but by all means jump yeah. over there uh, <laughs> like ben i'm also on some uh i like to guest on other people's uh stuff so i can talk about DD and save my wife from divorcing me about it uh so yeah uh, you can find me all over the place but yeah reach out talk to me find out how weird i am and why you shouldn't talk to me afterwards it's fun <laughs> immediately begin and end a friendship with me so, yeah. as long as so it gets him away from hot, his hot dog or a sandwich which, no, i i am this oh god oh god i ruined another thing today <laughs> <laughs> you sowed the discord in discord so ironic uh, how the, the reason the, the reason that came up is that i used to be i still kind of am but i was a member of a previous podcast and then like Two years ago, Oscar Mayer came out and said officially that hot dogs are sandwiches and they set up a complaint line live on well, live, quote unquote. We recorded one of my castmates 
calling Oscar Meyer, and then I threatened to burn their factory down. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so you, you did. So, uh, Again, what's what's your exact address, Ryan? So the can... <laughs> it's different now. I I mean I, I tech, I mean we'll we'll keep the details slight. My name is Ryan Mursberger. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah, well, when we go through to edit this episode, we'll just bleep out your name. We'll bleep out a lot of stuff. It'll be very confusing. Yeah, they will. It's gonna be heavily redacted. Yeah, this intro section is gonna be so heavily redacted. It's gonna be so many hard cuts. Hi, I'm Ryan Mossberger. Cut. Cast member of Dice Populi. Cut. And it's just me re-recording my own dialogue clearly in a room like where no one else is listening that was amazing thank you so much nick for that introduction <laughs> it is your turn why didn't he just say his their names why did he use the robot I, it make any sense. but if you are if you're interested to hear go find out follow all of these amazing individuals we have we'll have links for their twitters for their podcasts all the great stuff they're doing in the bio for this show uh, and and all shows subsequent if they're if the good lord deems it so. Um, Don't forget they're only fans. if the force yeah. deems it so. If the force deems it so, and the and the only fans that we all started as a group of five guys, <laughs> no one's paid anything for it yet, but we're hopeful. Oh wait a second! You said we were going to five guys, not starting <laughs> an only thing at the four five. Ah, yeah, job. I got burgers and fries. What you guys do. <laughs> So we started it, and I we, we were calling it Five Guys, and there's a lot of weird requests for burger-related content, but we're heavily a obviously a hot dog type of content type of thing. So I don't I'm know. Just, uh, whatever, they're all sandwiches, you know. <laughs> oh, oh man, uh, with that crazy shenanigans, do you all uh, want to start out the only way that any good uh, fantasy flight games, Star Wars game, should start out by rolling our destiny pool? Oh, I thought you were gonna oh, do an opening scrawl. Uh, I, I will do an opening scrawl, uh, but I won't because I'm not good at opening scrawls. I'm better at like <laughs> setting up narrative hooks instead of being like, the galaxy is at war. So uh, how do we roll for destiny? So take that little white dice, the, the one on your auto rollers, and go ahead and roll those dice. Just one is, each? One each? Just one each at the top, yeah. I don't I think the roll... GM does it as well. Yeah, I think the roll 20 thing is broken, but the other roller worked one light side. One light side. One All dark right. side, baby. Oh, so you just roll one of the little white circles? Boop. All right, so we got one light side, one dark side. What else we got going on? I got a dark side. Ooh. Oh, spicy. <laughs> All right. Oh, I missing? got a dark side. Dang it. Son oh. of a bitch. You know what the best part about this is? I also got a dark side. That's a lot of, that's a lot of points. Now, uh, for the listeners, right, everybody, yeah, for the <laughs> listeners at home, these uh, these destiny points, uh, they are advantageous or disadvantageous for our compatriots as they continue down the road. Uh, we'll flip them. It is it is supposed to something that's supposed to flow as the force so often is ought to do to the light and to the dark. So I'll do my best to at least have some bad stuff happen to you all up front, but then set you up with some light side points for uh, later adventures. So prepare for someone to shit themselves um, as you arrive at the place you're going. If that's all we have to talk about, then let's uh, start setting the scene. We find ourselves on a strange world, desolate, a little rudimentary, compared to the more advanced civilizations 
we may be used to seeing in this galaxy. A small dug sits at the head of a cart, cracking his whip, ushering his lug beast onwards. It slowly trods across the uneven rocky surface as the hover cart that it pulls behind it ferries its owner and four other rather mysterious-looking individuals. Now three sit in the back, somewhat quiet and solemn, one currently asleep, but up front the Doug has found himself some company. As the Doug moves and talks and interacts with the Natalan, uh, he kind of nods along, almost mirroring what the Doug is doing. After some time, the conversation goes to how the Doug knows so much about this land that his family has ushered people for generations and that no one can possibly reach the valley or Mount Telic as well as he can. Nick, what does this Natalan look like? He is as tall as the average human male. Um, you know, he's about 5'10 or so. Um, he's relatively young. He's got several tendrils that come out from the top of his head for quote-unquote hair. Um, a couple of them are pierced. A few of them have, like, metal bands around them. Um, and he is just in kind of your traditional robes um, of just a traveling monk, Jedi, whatever you want to call him. Uh, and you kind of just... He's just sitting there. He's probably smiling. He's got big black ovally fish eyes, uh, his skin's dark green, um, and his tendrils are probably kind of creeping over towards the Doug, almost like they're they're trying to touch him. <laughs> That's so creepy. <laughs> I love it. Uh, giving him, like, wet willies. <laughs> they're just kind of moving around near him, not actually touching him. They're just they're, they're sensing his, they're sensing his pheromones. Is what they're is what they're actually doing. <laughs> now you all continue down this path uh, for some time. Suddenly, one of the hover units on the cart blinks off, and, and the entire platform lists to one side. A protocol droid sitting there barely manages to catch itself before its clumsy arms, that lack the dexterity of other seemingly better droids, uh, tend to have. Ryan, what does this droid look like? Uh, so he, he kind of, um, I don't know if you guys have ever played KOTOR, but he kind of looks like HK 47. Yeah, um, baby. So <laughs> yeah. He, he's got a, he's not quite C3PO, but he's got more of a menacing head. His eyes are kind of red. Uh, he's wearing a cloak, but it's not doing a very good job of hiding his mechanical features. Um, he's roughly the size of a human. Seems thick around the waist and his legs are a little his legs and arms are a little ill-proportioned um maybe like heavily modified and kind of like picked up from pieces and parts around uh from different droid units uh there is like a slight aura of menace around it like it's, it makes you a little uneasy to stare at him for too long uh but he's been mostly silent so far now as you continue to putter along the rocks shift high above on the ridge either the wind is much stronger up there or something far more nefarious is moving around the hover unit finally clicks back on and writes the vessel a male deveranian 
snorts, uh, his arms across his chest, hunkered down and unperturbed by the goings-ons around him. Paul, what does this Diveronian look like? He's about average height, like the rest of the party, five foot nine. He's got reddish-brown skin, kind of a lighter hue to it, not dark. He's got uh, kind of these bright red piercing eyes. Uh, he's bald with two large not not large horns per se but the kind of the base of them is really wide and then they kind of curve back around the the side of his head a little bit Um, he's wearing um some padded armor and a couple different layers of clothes and he's got like a, a duster coat on as i continue on finally a strangely garbed syrian sits in the rear of the vehicle reading through text after text on his data pad his lips his lips slowly moving as his mouth breathlessly moves across the words on the page he looks up annoyed at the incessant ramblings of the dug and pulls his coat tighter around him as if the taut clothing will help him to better focus on his studies benjamin what does this syrian look like uh, the Syrian is, you know what, since you're all average size, my Syrian's going to be short for a Syrian, um, mm. which actually makes him average size because of his cone head. The Syrian is uh, kind of deeply blue skinned, not like a navy blue, but definitely like a really, really like a cerulean blue. Like it's a very vibrant blue look to him. And he is clad in a light blue robe with a yellow trim and a silver inlay that looks like really exotic and uh, homemade. His uh, cone is also wrapped in an ornate head wrap um, that is made of blues and silvers. And um, he doesn't speak much, but he's, he's, he's basically been buried in his data pad for the entire trip. Eventually, after what feels like hours maybe less than that it's honestly tough to say you all come to a rather sudden jerking stop the lug beast i'm going to show you what the lug beast looks like because i think he's pretty neat uh comes to an almost mechanical bullish stop you regard the beast and it's some sort of cyborg half what was once an animal half the other parts of what appear to be an engine it sits there moving back and forth, foot to foot, uh, seemingly having reached the end of the path. The Doug jumps out to settle the creature. Chuba, uh, uh, we have made it. Uh, you, got to, uh, you got to climb to get to uh, up here. And he kind of gestures broadly to a rather steep rock face where a rock fall has currently happened. It'd be very simple. You, you climb, uh, and then you'll be in the valley for, for the temple. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, everyone, I think we should disembark. Oh, are we getting off now? Uh, you, yeah, you, get, 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 the, uh, get the fuck off my cart. I very much enjoyed that ride. You are quite very rude. I will, I suppose, get off your cart. And uh, remember, if uh, people ask about your trip, uh, always tell them that uh, Doug's Doug's is the best. Uh, yeah, that's, I guess that's my name. Uh, goodbye. <laughs> and he gets on his cart and leaves immediately asking probing question force me with you <laughs> well that was rude <laughs> quite seemed rude pretty, seemed pretty friendly to me as you all stand there looking up towards this face you assume that you've been dropped in 
the relatively correct location. Uh, what do you all wish to do? The Serene turns to the to the three people and uh, says, as he tucks his data pad into his robe, rather sort of like wistfully and loftily, I believe that we have been brought together for a reason, my travel companions. His eyes does work in wide way. He looks up at the temple. <laughs> uh, you can't see the temple. You actually... Uh, or looks up, you... uh, up up towards the peak, sorry. <clears throat> no, you're good. Um, are we in the right place on this map? No, so you all are at the very southern tip of this amazing map that has been provided okay. by Fantasy oh, Club Games. In this big so, old ridge? Yes, yeah, so in this big old ridge. You're at the bottom of this ridge in the bottom right-hand corner. So you're kind of staring up there, uh, hoping to get to the top. Do any of you know exactly where we are going? Really, but the force will guide us. Just Can't deadpan silence from the droid as it stares, <laughs> continues to stare at you. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the Syrian looks um, sort of quizzically at the mention of the word force. I am being led towards that peak far, far in the north. I also feel a pull from that direction. I, I as well. Just I don't. Sorry, I'm, I'm talking everybody's voices. Who said they had a pull from that direction? Oh, that was me. Okay, sorry. I'm trying to get get everybody straight. Um, the Serene looks over at uh, Nick's character and says, "Oh, you feel a pull? You say yes." Uh, and then uh, Boo kind of closes his eyes and like reaches his arms out, and you just kind of see his head tendrils kind of filter out into the air around him. <laughs> and he says, I can feel it all around us. Yes, the egg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, what? What egg? What? What egg? You can feel the presence. You are, you are, you have the mental facilities of a higher order being. You see into the fourth, fifth dimension and you can feel the presence of the great cosmic egg. I, is... Excuse me, I am <laughs> trying to... Uh, uh, egg? I, I, what is this word, egg? The egg is an energy field. It surrounds us, binds us, and holds the universe together. And it exists on the ninth dimension. And only the truly transcendent can witness its glory. And the Serene sort of puts his hands out. A small spark like shoots out the side <laughs> of this droid <laughs> as its head twitches a little bit. Does, uh, I have not heard of it uh, talked about as such as an egg. It is secret and powerful and important. And I am one of its guardians. My friends, we have been brought together by the mysteries of the egg. My name is Cosmic Royal Blue. And the Serene bows. Uh, Jameer's just kind of like looking at him with his head cocked a little bit, like using uh, his kind of pointed nail, like scratching his head. And he's kind of glossing over like information in his head. Like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Star Wars, and egg and destiny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. George Lucas, get out to us. We have a whole storyline you have not explored. Yeah, yeah it's <laughs> the wills. So y'all... <laughs> yeah, egg sounds way better. 
<laughs> so, yeah, Jameer right. kind of like shakes off his confusion a little bit and looks at Cosmic, and he says, "I, I am Jameer, uh, Jameer Okwai. Pleasure to meet you. It is a pleasure, my fated brother. I am a, a Bular heir too, uh, and he gives you a bow, and his uh, his little tendrils kind of go towards you." I am but a humble servant of Endor Luna. Do you have a name, friend droid? My name is Servant of Endor Luna. Oh my. Ah. I well, too am Servant. <laughs> I think we should spend roughly half an hour trying to figure out a name for him. <laughs> <laughs> that would be an excellent use of time. Another spark, another spark forms. And <laughs> I suppose if it is required, you could just call me Endor Luna. What? I kind of like Endo. <laughs> you may, like in a more pointed kind, you may call me Endor Luna. As like, oh. switches to the side a little bit. <laughs> Can I yeah. sense the feelings of a robot? Is that, is that possible? I don't know. Uh, go ahead and uh, try to use your sense. So, uh, So the way that Force powers work in this. First, roll me your white destiny die to see if you manage to tap into the deep powers of the Force to see if you can extend that sense out. Okay, so roll one white die? Yes, please. Okay. Uh... <laughs> you said all those words. So roll this white boy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Came out dark side. You you try to, to reach out through the Force, and you just can't seem to manage to do it in this instance. You're still uh, new, learning. Hmm, this thing has no emotions. It's so strange. <laughs> Just another spark forms on this. <laughs> that would be accurate. I am a droid. Oh, everybody feels something. If this robot could blink, it would blink. <laughs> His eyes turn off and on. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so as you all sit there, wondering which one of you is the craziest, uh, who who wants to be the, the first fellow to try and climb this rather rocky ridge? Jameer will, will kind of pull his duster closed a little bit and uh, make way for the, the base of whatever this is we're trying to climb, this hill or all right. cliff. So you, you see the cliff in front of you. There's that rock field that kind of has tumbled down. There's also some trees sticking out. Uh, kind of describe to me how you're going to try and get up this hill, and, and I'll tell you what ability you'll need to roll. Jameer closes his eyes, holds his hands out, and starts levitating to the top. <laughs> no, he doesn't. I'm no, you cannot. No. <laughs> Absolutely, you do not. And then he explodes. Uh, Leia did it. Damn it. I was trying. Yeah. <laughs> well, Leia was trained in the Force. Um, she trained with Luke. Uh, okay. Um, so you said there's kind of trees that are towards the base that we can maybe. You can imagine that you could try and like maybe use the trees to steady yourself. You could also just try to take on the face straight up. Depending. Yeah, I think I'm just going to try to take on the face. All right, go ahead and roll me an athletics check. And it's going to be an easy difficulty. So that's one of these purple boys. And then roll your athletics. Awesome. <laughs> Green for purple. Let's yeah. see how you do. I have a one brawn and nothing in athletics. So this will be. This will go swimmingly. One failure and one advantage. One failure, one advantage. That failure, uh, you manage to climb. You do so, and it looks like a joke. Everyone else is watching you. And, and when people take 
part in activities that we all must do. We all try to silently judge each other as it's respectful. Uh, <laughs> clearly, laughter is being heard from everyone behind you, even the droids, strangely enough. As you fall several times, uh, a rock goes over your foot, and I'm going to say that I'm going to give you one strain net, even with that advantage that you took. But okay. you managed to make it to the top, a little worse for the wear, sore toe and all. I was hoping he was just like, like six inches off the ground. Like I, I think I'm almost there. <laughs> like barely off the ground. <laughs> His eyes are closed. Yeah. He's sweating profusely. <laughs> Roll for fear of heights. Uh, who who wants to uh, who wants to go next? Ease? Does who there go next? Okay, yeah. Wait a second. Uh, um, Cosmic is going to speak up and look over at uh, what was that name again? Boo, Boo, and look over at Boo. Perhaps this would be easier. If we worked together, friend, go I and could... climb, and I will be with you. What, like stand on your shoulders? Go and climb, and I will be with you. Oh, okay. Boo just goes to the wall and starts to <laughs> climb. So, uh, um, <clears throat> Cosmic would like to assist Boo by using the force to bend branches towards him, so that like he can like use them to like really easily climb up. All right, so we'll do this uh, two, two yeah, quick baby. ways. So go ahead and roll to see if that force power works as you so wish it to. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. So I just roll the white boy? Yep, the white boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, big oofta. That's a, that's a dark side. That's a dark side. Yeah, you, you managed to bend <laughs> some of the branches. Uh, they're the wrong ones, though. Like, you bend the ones that are, like, 30 feet off the ground. And you're like, the great egg wills it. And it does not seem <laughs> to work. As Boo, like, still kind of climbs up strange, just looking back at you. Uh, so Boo, Boo shouts down, I can feel you want to help. <laughs> I appreciate the effort. So it's going to be an easy check. So one purple dice for your athletics check. Just one purple dice. That's all I roll? Just one, just one purple dice. Impossible to fail, right, Paul? Impossible. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> a failure <laughs> did you roll any successes oh oh plus my athletics i'm so sorry yeah um so is my athletics one yellow and two green let's take a look at here it I'm sorry. is no you're good it is one yellow and two green exactly okay uh so two successes and one advantage nice so you are successful. You climb. And because you are the person that is always trying to let people feel included, you do so in such a way that you actually climb up one of the trees and you start using those bent branches that Cosmic was trying to assist you with so that he doesn't feel bad. Uh, and you do, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, that does will it. Come on. You're, you're very deft at climbing and completely uh, do this unabated. Push out. Praise the, the egg. <laughs> <laughs> oh no another person falls uh who wants to go next cosmo looks over at endor luna can you climb friend this is a good question is it like a sheer rock face or is there any no there's a like it's or is there more of a grade it's a grade you have to kind of be on all fours to do it successfully in your state uh just because you are a droid i'm going to give you a setback die in addition to right, 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 the right, difficulty, right. so it'll be one purple and one black one on your athletics. Boy. One black boy. And then... I'm sorry, boys. hey Ben, what's your character's name? Cosmic. All right. I will, in a very inhuman-like fashion, going backwards, I will turn into a crab 
and uh, <laughs> oh, walk, oh, start to walk down. <laughs> it's like exorcist yeah. up the wall. Cosmic uh, take 12 strain because uh, it's a, your brain right. cannot comprehend. Uh, well, so, I'm going to go downtown. See you, boys. <laughs> so I got, I got uh, wow, three successes, two advantages, and one threat. So your advantages and your threat, uh, they cancel out. So it's just three successes. So you do exactly as you described. You walk up, turn around, and then you transform backwards with your arms and legs being crab-like, and you move swiftly up the slope. Getting there, you then right yourself, turn back, and do it in a blink of an eye. Heck yeah. Jameer's it's like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> that was really impressive. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Cosmic shouts up. Did anyone bring any rope? What is rope? I'm no broke, Christian. Let me check. No here. one brought. No one. Bro- <laughs> okay. I, have, I, 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 had I enough money might for have clothes. rope. I might have rope. <laughs> Otherwise, can I use coordination for this instead of athletics? Uh, yes, you can. Uh, okay. So if you want to, you can try to like move around, uh, kind of moving from tree to tree, as opposed to just straight up scaling the cliff. Well, yeah, that. so that's Cosmic, why I was asking Cosmic, what you're trying to do. Cosmic is going to do that thing where he sort of like jumps back and forth between the branches of a tree, like uh, 2D scroller style, and then just kind of clamber up the uh, the, nice. the last oh, little nice. bit of the cliff. Oh, buckets. Okay. No. Like Mega Man. A little bit of Mega Man action, a little bit of Prince of Persia. You know the deal. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I uh, use my time knife. You don't have one of those. Damn it. <laughs> uh, you don't know what I spent my credits on. I didn't That's get fair. a time knife. Um, those are expensive. Three successes, two advantages? Yeah, three successes, two advantages. So just like with Boo, uh, you kind of move around branch to branch, tree to tree, uh, doing flips in between. Um, yeah, at least one. Yeah, at least one, maybe two. Who Who can say? Because you move so quickly and deftly that... Uh, everyone's a little in awe, uh, even uh, Bular, who seems to also share in your own abilities. Bular is clapping vigorously. <laughs> His weird four-fingered hands. The egg provides. The egg <laughs> ever, provides. Ever so slightly webbed, too. Like it's, it's... It's Cosmic, Cosmic like lands on the edge, does a little bit of a bow, but then like when he puts his leg back to bow, his like, foot slips off the side a bit, and he's like, Wah! and then he catches himself. <laughs> Boo does that thing that parents do. He like reaches out. Oh, yeah, like that was gonna help. I would have taken you down with me. <laughs> you, you would have both gone tumbling over. And with that, we'll change. <gasps> Ooh. So if you'll find yourselves at the northwestern corner of the map, so having reached the top of the steep climb, you pause a moment, taking the view. You are now quite high up on the slopes of the mountain and spread out before you is a tapestry of icy peaks, snow-clad forests, and rolling hills. Above you still is the forbidding summit of Mount Telek, reachable only by passing through a densely wooded valley. You figure it at least another hour of hard going before you reach the temple where you assume uh, your friend's shared friend, heathen Romund, is. But before you can resume your hike... A flickering, ghostly figure appears before you. He appears to be an old Syrian male, wearing simple robes, but comprised entirely of silvery blue light. Hello, says the figure. I am the gatekeeper. He appears on the pedestal far in front of you. 
well now, come, come. And he kind of beckons you all to come towards the pedestal where he currently stands. Cosmic, Cosmic. like runs up excitedly. <laughs> egg stuff. No. <laughs> egg, uh, egg stuff. My lord, I saw you in a dream six years ago. That, that seems unlikely. Come, 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 all of you, quickly. I don't have much time. And like he starts like fading away. And then he comes back. I'm just kidding. I have all the time in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Boo claps again. <laughs> Would it be, could I perceive if there's anything like hidden or maybe if there's anybody watching us in this moment? Yeah. So go ahead. Roll me an average perception. An average perception. Must oh, wait, are we all the way up there? Uh, yeah. So he's up on top of that pedestal. Right Not there. good yeah. with that. All right. See here. So what is that? That's two purple boys? Two, two purple boys and then whatever yellow like green boys. All right. Uh, one threat. One threat. I had, I had two successes, two failures, and then one threat. Yeah, so that net one threat, you're looking around and you actually start kind of worrying and panic a little. You kind of work yourself into a lather, take a strain for uh, not being able to quite make out whatever shapes you were hoping to see. I have a net single success net single success so you look around and it doesn't seem to be anything you do notice that though the uh individual is this bright blue color it has this orb and as you get closer you actually notice it's a, a dodecahedron so a 12-sided kind of shape that is made of blue glass with some gold rimming on it that's hovering above his head apparently projecting this individual oh i've I've definitely seen that before. I, I was the one who retrieved you. No, I don't think you retrieved me, friend, but I appreciate your... Uh, your. Simple... I don't like your fucking tone. And I uh, don't like you. Well, uh, I was going to say welcome to my valley, but that guy seems like a total dick. <laughs> I apologize for the rudeness, oh, higher dimensional being. What plane are you on? The fourth? Seventh, perhaps? He turns an eye... Boo is sweating. <laughs> Boo is sweating right now. There's there's so many div like some half the group is angry and the other half is not angry and it's really messing with me. <laughs> I'm very sensitive. You know what, Alex? I'm just going to give myself a strain. Uh, I feel like it's appropriate uh, as, as a player. As a player, yeah. um, he looks at you. Cosmic kind of regards you. Ah, do. Ah. Egg be with you, and he like kind of says it with a lilt at the end of his <laughs> uh, sentence. May you never go scrambled, my friend. Oh, God. God, jeez. Uh, <laughs> I thought by now they would all be gone, but the flat earther. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> of the Star Wars universe. <laughs> those, are, those are some really great yokes, guys. Uh, <laughs> As you all sit there, uh, he goes, I was watching you from afar. It was, uh, it was a pretty impressive climb, I do say. Not many make it with such ease. Well, not all make it with such ease. And he looks over at Deveronian. Well, it was definitely a white-knuckle ride. <laughs> <laughs> but I must ask you this simple question. Why are you in my valley? We're looking for my old master. Are you now? Who is your old master? Master Heathen. Master Heathen. Master Heathen. Hmm. 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 Hmm.
<laughs> dramatic song. I don't know. Uh, is she a uh, uh, woman, human? Yes. Uh, yes, I saw her. She was uh, enslaved by uh, a dark human uh, who, was, who was beating her mercilessly. Yes, yes. I know her very well. Boo, boo uh, cries please. a little bit. I know <laughs> the same yes. person. Point us in the direction. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Easy now, easy now. First, I must know who you are and, and if you can be trusted before I just share the information of my valley. Boo looks up. <laughs> I'm Bular. <laughs> <laughs> this is nice to meet you, Bular. And then he, like, points at Cosmic and then goes, no. And he goes over <laughs> to, <laughs> to Endor Lunas and is like, and what is your name, Silvery One? I am but the humble servant of Endor Lunas. Oh, no, what, is, what is your name, though? I suppose we figured out you could call me Endor Lunas. Awesome. I'll call you Endo. Uh, <laughs> you can call me Endor Lunas. And uh, he's like, that's exactly what I'll call you. Anyways, and then uh, you, sir, the grumpy red one. Uh, yes, my name is Jamiroquai, and I'm a, a space cowboy. Uh, it's, it's, it's nice to meet you, someone clearly from Serenity. Uh, it's, uh, it's different sci-fi, but I appreciate you being here all the same. Well, I'll tell you what you need to know. You seem adept, and at the very least, in tuned to the Force. Kind of eyes cosmic for a second. My temple is currently occupied by a servant of the dark side of the Force. I wish him removed before his corruption of this sacred valley becomes permanent. The question is whether you are up for the job. Boo just raises his hand. Good. No, no, that's all Boo does. He just raises his <laughs> hand. <laughs> uh, yeah, and Jameer will speak up and say, uh, I'm just here to help my friend Heathen. Uh, she, she asked for me personally, and I decided to come. What Boo. is your <laughs> test? Well, there's, there's not really a test of sorts. Now, this valley used to be quite peaceful, but the people that live here and the animals have been twisted. The temple acts as a kind of barrier, keeping it, in, in a turn, uh, luscious and fairly temperate all year round, or so I'm told. And he kind of pushes one hand through his arm. As you can see, I can't feel much. And since that has happened, uh, a cold has moved in. The people that once came to worship at my temple have grown dark the animals angry i know not what he is doing there for i can no longer find myself into it i have been blocked from the entrance of my temple it is simple my master it must be the galactic convergence that is to say the polarities of the galaxy are combining in such a way between the fourth and sixth dimensions that it is obscured from your view, which must obviously be of the seventh house. Ah, yeah, totally. Uh, <laughs> ever this one, ever this one. Uh, and Mercury's in retrograde. Just a no, bunch of sparks start to just spew out of Endor Lunas's head as all of this is just, just blowing his mind. Boo raises his hand again. Oh my god. Uh, the question from the strange fishman. <laughs> uh, is this an egg thing or? 
he the the orb flies kind of away from cosmic it's a little bit closer to boo listen i need this person out of my temple i'll kind of go along with whatever seems to be happening with this guy so like just play along i mean i like winks I personally believe that the force requires me to do justice wherever justice is served. Oh, perfect. Thank God. Someone who speaks my language. Yes, do that thing you just said at who, the temple. I, I think we'll make it simple. Who does need to be murdered? <laughs> <laughs> His name is Malifax. He brought to the valley not only the corruption, but a number of armed mercenaries whose ilk I do not enjoy. I can't do much, but I can watch you from afar and perhaps educate you when need be. But if you could, as you said, murder Malifax, that would be a great boon to me. And you know what? It would probably move you, like, to Dimension 6 or something. Let's say that. (laughs) Is there any way that you think we could defeat him without possibly taking his life? Or is that that kind of like a said thing? I suppose we could take all of his limbs and then it will be very hard for him to do anything afterwards. I mean, that... Hey, that what's valid... up with that droid? <laughs> <laughs> Did that droid just say he's going to make someone into a living torso? <laughs> that's, that's pretty effed up. Even as a ghost, I'm pretty upset with this. <laughs> do not worry. We inheritors do not believe in murder because, as you know... Death only moves you to a lower plane of consciousness where you will be tested again until you are worthy. But we'll definitely send him there. Perfect. This is... This is yes, we will definitely murder him to a lower dimension. <laughs> <laughs> as, he looks, as he looks at his blue compatriot. <laughs> Maybe heathen Roman's the bad guy if she's friends with all of you. Halifax dude's okay. I, <laughs> I'll have to think on this. Uh, but before I move on, do, do you have any further questions for me? I have so many, but I will ask them to you in my dreams. <laughs> Better there than here. <laughs> I have a question. Is this man, Malifax, is he a Force user? Yes, he is. He's very in tune with the Force. Strong with it. Though I sense that all of you are attuned to it, he has much knowledge and practice in it, which is why his men follow him, not out of money, but out of seeming fear. Do you know the general number of his compatriots? It's anywhere between two and 76. I'm bad at numbers. Spark forms. (laughs) (laughs) No, I, I assume... His numbers were around six, I believe, that were following him. But what worries me more is the hunters that live in these lands turned to malice and no longer hunt solely for need, but for sport and seeming torture of the animals. Is there any special way that we can get in without uh, going through the front door? I'm afraid there's not, my strange friend. There may be ways for you to look around the valley, perhaps for things to help you along your way, but if you come for him, he will know. He did say that you were not allowed in the temple. Is this by a mechanical means, or are you 
not venturing into there because you fear for your destruction. It is a mechanical means. He gestures to the holocron, name of that thing, floating above his head. He has sealed the doors, and I am unable to, in this form, bypass them. Well, where's your real body? Well, it died, like, super long ago. (laughs) (laughs) It's a sensitive subject. (laughs) You see, holocrons are the vestiges of the Jedi that built them. When I was alive, I made this seemingly simple device, imprinted myself in it, as the gatekeeper of the knowledge kept within it. I act as an artificial intelligence of sorts, with uh, his panache and his seething hatred of small, small cats. <laughs> and and what, what shall we call you? You can call me the gatekeeper. Okay. He did say that at the very beginning. <laughs> Uh, he's just the gatekeeper now. Okay. He, though he may have once held that kind of uh, identity, uh, it's been replaced with this one. Gotcha. Boo raises okay. his hand again. <laughs> yes, yes, you. My what? What? Um, have you seen any lightsabers? Well, come to think of it, hmm. I don't know if you're to be quite trusted with this information yet. Go ahead. I want you to make me a roll. Now, that roll is going to be a negotiate check, but it's going to be opposed by the gatekeeper. So, a negotiate. So, yeah, take your negotiate skill. I just happen to have okay. six of these bad boys right here. <laughs> I have nothing, so I just have, what, two green? Two green, and you're going to roll it uh, against one red die and one purple die. Is that his discipline? That is his cool. Ooh. All right. Two successes. Really? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Paint, paint me surprised. <laughs> Man, that sure is some Star Wars, y'all. <laughs> Nigo's you know what? You're the only one here that's made any sense and hasn't been snarky, and honestly, I just like the cut of your jib. A little <laughs> ways past this forest, there is ruins. Those ruins, ah, well, they've been abandoned for some time, but are often overlooked. Now, if there were things to be found there that once belonged to the Order, uh, that are outside the temple, they would be there. I, I would say... Check the ruins, and perhaps you'll find some things to help you in your quest. Boo gives a deep bow. He says, thank you, Master. Again, I'm just an AI. Uh, Please don't associate me with any kind of training system. I have limited input, though my snark may seem like it's off the cuff. It's all pre-programmed. Yes, yes, Master. (laughs) Don't hold yourself short. Those of the seventh dimension often find themselves limited in their faculties, but unlimited in their wisdom. Yep. <laughs> you start to see the holocron spark. Yeah, right? <laughs> you, you just see the hologram just turn around. Oh, I'm, I have to go now. <laughs> what, what's that? Yeah. Oh, oh, no. Oh, what's that? The force needs me. It flies up. <laughs> Word to the wise, oh, extra dimensional one. And he kind of looks out into the distance and a little 
itty bitty white blue light orb flies. You watch it coming. It's moving almost as fast as a blaster bolt, and it just boom hits the holocron and is absorbed by it. You watch the energy ripple through it, and he changes his demeanor. Oh no, it's too late. You've wasted too much time. <laughs> <laughs> talking to me oh, about God. whatever the fuck it was that you were talking to me about. <laughs> They're here. And as you look, you see five, oh, count them, five hunters appear in the distance. But luckily, with the gatekeeper's help, you all find yourselves ready to act before they themselves do. So what we're going to do is I'm going to have you all act. Three of you can act first, then the hunters will go, and then one of you will act last. So I'll let you kind of sort that out. Initiative works kind of different here, though we'll roll it for future combats. For this one, it starts out with the advantage of having the gatekeeper kind of giving you that heads up. But initiative, if you ever find yourselves all going in the same kind of band, uh, the order that you go is very loose. So if say that Jameer, Endor, Lunas, and Boo all go. Uh, Boo can go first, then Endor, Lunas, then Jameer, or Jameer, Endor, Lunas, then Boo. It's very fluid in that way, whatever is most advantageous for the party at that time. Does that make sense? Yeah. Aye. Aye, Captain. You, you what? <laughs> <laughs> who, wants to be the, who wants to be the odd man, I guess? I will be the one that waits. I'm gonna be level with you guys. I have no weapons. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Droid boys are awkward with guns and swords. Well, then, without hesitation, Cosmic is going to break into a run and try to bum rush one of the hunters. How far away am I? Cosmic, uh, where you're standing. The So there's five hunters that surround you. You are within close of the hunter that is to your north. So there's a hunter to your north. Then there's one to the northeast two to your northwest and then one to your southwest so i'm going can... for him so you're now in engaged range yeah baby and uh cosmic like breaks into a run and then literally like doesn't have any weapons dragon kicks him <laughs> <laughs> result and result one advantage so you come up you try to dragon kick him he dodges out of the way but you actually catch him off guard a little bit and he kind of is in a sorts and so if he tries to go for you next round he will take a setback die trying to attack sweet you. and cosmic sort of lands like wire foo style behind him in a in a in like a in like a kung fu stance hell was that uh <laughs> hunter says shocked at what you just did uh so boo or jameer who wants to go next is uh jameer will go so jameer um the guy that's to the north northeast yeah Am I currently at medium to him? You are. You're medium range. Okay. So Jameer is going to kind of run off like the side of this and like vault off of it. And as he does that, his duster kind of like flaps open and he pulls a blaster pistol out from under his duster, lands within close range. He's going to take a shot with his blaster pistol. Oh. Uh-oh. Uh... No, look at this, Alex. I got four successes with no advantage, no threats. Jeepers. So that's plus four to whatever the base damage is for the... Six damage for the blaster, plus four Whoa. successes. So ten Jeez. damage. Ten damage. 
you pull this out and you just boom right through the forehead of the hunter and he falls to the ground dead <laughs> i like it you, i like it a lot you bypassed all of his soak <laughs> all of his wounds <laughs> immediately he's dead straight to straight to death Boots, to Boots death. says did you have to do that <laughs> I sent him to a lower plane of existence, right? Or whatever. <laughs> yes, that's entirely correct. <laughs> the action is is 100% morally neutral. <laughs> <laughs> Mechanically speaking. I do really like <laughs> uh, Bular, it is now your turn. Bular uh, is going to hold up a hand towards the person that just died. Uh, and he's going to say, may May you be recycled into the force. Um, and then he is going to... How far can I move? You are... Where you were standing, you were... I was I standing think, over just here. The, yeah, so you were just in the edge of what I would say is medium range. So you could move from medium to close, then close to engaged in two maneuvers, if you'd like. Was it you that said you didn't have a weapon? Uh, no, no it's that the, was the droid. Yeah, the Endor Lunas has no weapons. So could I move like here-ish? Is that too far? No, that's that's totally fine. Now you're within close, I would say. Okay. Um, and then Boo is just going to brandish his sword. Uh, Boo doesn't believe in like rushing into attack, um, so he's just going to turn to Endor Lunas, uh, and he's going to say. I will I will protect you, my friend. It is appreciated. Um, and I guess I'll take my action to can I like per do they have blast can I see if they do they have blasters? Do I see that they have what weapons they have? You look at them, they don't have blasters. They have these strange kind of weapons made of wood and, and metal. Uh they they don't look like they have energy packs of anything, but they're long and they're pointed and they certainly seem to be some kind of gun okay um i'm i'm just going to i guess just pre prepare myself for combat so with your action do you want to take like a defensive stance which makes you harder to hit uh just in the the meantime uh actually yeah because it'll it'll make me harder to hit for one round which is i guess back to my turn yeah exactly so anyone shooting at you for that one round will be a little bit tougher you'll make yourself a little small Maybe make yourself in kind of an awkward shot if they decide to try and wing you. Okay. I think I can only do one strain. Yeah, so once per round, you may perform a defensive stance maneuver and suffer a number of strain to upgrade the difficulty of all incoming melee attacks by an equal number for the next round. Oh, so however much oh, strain suffered this way cannot exceed ranks. Oh, so one. Yeah, I can only do one. Yeah, so you, you kind of hunker down. Get ready for what's about to happen. You watch as these hunters take these weird metal cylinders, sliding them into these long wooden tubes, moving uh, these metal kind of brackets into place. They level their weapons. First, the hunter in the north is going to move two steps back, give himself a little bit of a better shot in close range. And then you hear this loud kind of explosion as these bullets from these slug throwers go and they try to slam into cosmic so first see what happens so that is net three successes so cosmic you feel this bullet collide with your shoulder and it does 10 damage good god oh my. 
that, oh. is, that, is, that is an obnoxious amount of damage. So what you do is you take your soak value, you minus your soak value from that 10, and that's the total number of wounds you just took. Yeah, that's a lot of wounds, my dude. How does uh, defense come into play with that? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Hang on. I have to roll a setback die because he Ooh. was thrown off. So hang on. Let's see if that helps. Yeah. Yeah, let's uh, see if that helps, please. <laughs> that's one less. So it was nine points of damage. It, did, it was advantageous Whoa. for you. Quick, quick point mm -hmm. of order. How does defense yeah. factor into things? So defense, if you have a defense rating on your armor, you add another setback die when you're being attacked. So do you have okay. defense on your armor? How would I know that? Heavy clothing. Heavy clothing does not have defense. No, heavy clothing okay. just has no. a, a soak value. Yeah. All right, cool. So that's half my health. Yeah. Wow. Leap yeah. Leap last game. Yeah, this game, uh, as we said before, it's it's tough to die, but you can get all kinds of must up pretty quicksies. Uh, with that going on, the first hunter in the northwest levels his gun uh, at Boo and takes a shot. So I'm taking all these, picking up all these dice. Less bad, but still not great. Eight points of damage as he My rockets. soak is four. So that's four points of damage for you. And then I have one strain, right, from my... Yeah, so you just have... Move I took earlier. Yep, exactly. Okay. So the other one that's also in the northwest is going to take a shot himself. And... Who will protect you indoor? And he fails. Nice. But the one to the west is going to level his gun. He's at medium range, a little bit of a tougher... Uh, he's going to take a shot at Endor Lunas, trying to thread the needle. Thread a needle. To advantage. So that does nothing. He shoots um, a branch above Endor Lunas's head. So a folly of leaves and branches kind of fall around, obscuring Endor Lunas's vision, but misses him. From that, it is now Endor Lunas's turn. So what I would like to do, I would like to use a force power. Um, right. uh, right. So let's see here. It's the misdirect. The force user creates an illusion to fool those around him. The user may spend one force point to make a target at up to... Oh, wait. Is anybody in short range? I guess none of the hunters are in short range. You can move and then use your force power if you'd like. All right. I will move. So I guess... So what's the distant... Uh, is anybody... Who would be the closest for close range? Or short range, so that, I guess. That, that would be the person to the north, the person that's attacking Cosmic. Is he, st is he currently in short range? Uh, he, you're just outside, I would say. You'd probably have to take a maneuver to, to close the gap just a little bit. So to get to any of them, I would say it would take you one maneuver. So it's kind of dealer's choice. I'll take a maneuver, and I will try and... So I have to roll the forest die to see if it works. Let's see yeah. here. I will then ba -ba -ba, roll dice. Oh, two light side. Oh, there you go. It works. Uh, yeah, so that's good. Um, so it works. Um, I will make... Because the, the way that it works is you can, unable to perceive, I'm going to make him unable to perceive uh, my obviously uh, red-pilled blue friend. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to make that one hunter that's engaged with him unable to see what's going on. And then I will take an additional strain and I will try, there is a maneuver that you can do um, that allows you to basically like help somebody. Yeah. I'll do the assist, and I will give Boo uh, the assist. I'll try and draw some attention, so maybe it'll be easier to uh, uh, to do whatever he needs to do. So he'll have a blue boy to give on his next uh, thing. Ooh. 
So that I'll, I'll tell you how that kind of works out. You make Cosmic disappear from this hunter up to the north. He, like his weapon kind of drops to his side and you hear him kind of speak in this strange parlance that you're completely unfamiliar with. And he's looking around really panicked. The two, all the other hunters look up at him very confused. Whatever he's saying, they aren't understanding. And he starts kind of backing away slowly. But as they turn to look, they drop their guard a little, making them a little easier to hit. Nice. Back to the top of nice. that order, uh, we have Jameer, Boo, or Cosmic, whoever would like to go first. Question. Yeah. Can I intuit that I would need to reload the uh, the 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 surprised man's weapon? Uh, no, you wouldn't have to reload it. That was uh, a little flavor. You could just so it's just, it's just ready to rock right now. It is ready to rock. It's still in his hands. It's just at his side. Yeah, I'm gonna use the force and rip it out of his hands. Oh my goodness, <laughs> that's that's force what you powers. Do. That's what powers you do, boys. That's, that's... <laughs> oh no oh, what... dark side. wow uh you you actually push it deeper into his hands and actually accidentally <laughs> load another round in there making it even easier for him to shoot him but he, does, he can't see you so i meant to do that uh well then i'm gonna jiminy christmas the force kind of blows uh <laughs> I think that's a tagline for episode eight. I don't really appreciate that. Um, <laughs> can I pop a strain, move into melee with him, and give him the old judo flip? So it is an action to use the force. So you're out of actions. So you can okay. maneuver, and then you can use strain for a maneuver, but you cannot use strain for an additional action. Okay. Got it. Uh, well, then I'm going to I'm gonna just kind of move behind him then. He can't right. see me, so I'm just going to get behind him. This is going to be really fun for everybody. Yeah, he can't he can't see you. Um, so it's super weird. Uh, Boo, it is your turn, or it is Jameer's turn. I think Jameer is gonna go. So after he just popped this dude right between the eyes, he's going to close the distance and get within short range of one of these hunters to the northwest. Sounds good. And he's gonna. I'd take really appreciate shot. it if you didn't blow right through their foreheads. Well, <laughs> aim is aim. <laughs> Okay. Oh, <laughs> I got uh, a success, two successes, an advantage, and a triumph. What does that this mean? Is how, this is how this a goes. Triumph down. is like a critical success. So as you <laughs> as you walk up, blaster in hand, uh, he's like, "Please don't blow uh, something through his forehead." You go, "Okay," and you blow it through his chest instead, uh, fulfilling Aww. the request of your new friend. As his heart caves in and his body slumps over, you do this back to back and it is so harrowing <laughs> that the other hunters that are left watching you tear their friends apart all take setback die because of it and are all just freaking out because they're so uncertain of what's happening and Jameer kind of like blows <laughs> blows the smoke from the barrel and looks back at him and he's just like eh, I, did, I did as you said <laughs> <laughs> can't climb a hill but I can shoot someone through the heart <laughs> boo it is your turn they got lasers and stuff <laughs> fuck <laughs> boo is really confused right now <laughs> boo doesn't <laughs> want to actually hurt anybody how do you um, feel <laughs> Um, Boo is going to kind of move over here. 
How how far can my can my force move? Because that's different than a force push, isn't it? Uh, so move just means that you can control an object, and so objects have different size categories of zero, one, two, depending on how how large they are. Uh, things that I think it's like they use like a backpack or smaller is like zero, and then a backpack or like a lo- smaller than a backpack is zero. A backpack or larger is like one. Uh, but move lets you just move objects around. Um, can I try to uh, force move this the guy's gun to me? Yeah, you can rip it out of his hands, just like Cosmic tried. Yeah, careful with that. Uh, I, I accidentally <laughs> made him have a better grip on it. Boo is also going to try this this move. He saw Cosmic do it, and he wants to try it. Would, would he have that advantage, that blue dice for this? I would say so, but... I guess how would that work with a force thing? Yeah, so maybe it wouldn't. Yeah, I guess maybe it wouldn't. So I think in conjunction, this is what I'll do because I don't know the rules and I want everyone to have fun. In conjunction with you helping him and then Jameer traumatizing this man all on the same <laughs> turn, he is completely off his wits. I'll let you roll two force dice Ooh. to try to attempt. Ooh. Never said uh, to do anything for you. Three dark side. Come on, baby. So two, two of the, two of the white Four guy. dark side. Yeah, two of the white guy. Two of the white boy. <laughs> and then, do I roll any of the other dice for for nope. the move as well? Just those ones to see if they work. Uh, if it oh, works, okay. if it works, it works. Then you tell me what you do. Oh my god, I got two dark side. <laughs> <laughs> I try so hard. It's a little it's a little wild that my my character is very much keyed, I guess, for the dark side, but I'm the only one rolling light side point. <laughs> Boo. Boo goes, give me that. He just goes. No. <laughs> uh, with that, it is now the hunters' turns. Two of them with a much better grip on their weapons than before. Um, the first one at the top in close range is going to take a shot at Jameer. Still shook from that uh, chest concaving shot, though. So with the setback dice he's got going, cracked eye. A lot of advantages. Uh, one net success, so seven points of damage as this slug uh, goes through part of your armor. He's going to turn, shoot at Bular now, the one in the northwest. At me. Uh, at you, friendo Calrissian. <laughs> so that is a lot of advantages and no successes. That's a lot of advantages. <laughs> <laughs> Just like I wanted. So he's feeling height. Uh, he is no longer shook. Next turn, he like really has a beat on you now. He's going to take the shot. The other one is going to move and try to get a better shot at the droid again. Oh, come on. <laughs> Heck yeah. Four come advantages, on. one fail. What? Uh... What is that? <laughs> Again, he's feeling super hyped. Uh, next time, he's also going to be able to. So the two of them really have a beat on both Bular and Endor Lunas. They're about to open up a can of whoop ass. But... Strong in the egg, I am. <laughs> it is Endor Lunas's turn. So uh, I think the force power stops. Uh, so it, it ends at the beginning of my next turn, and that's right now. So I 
Uh, he will be able to see him, I guess, if uh, he wasn't behind him. Um, I will... Hmm. I will try and use my force power again on... Uh, hmm. I think I might try... I'm going to move out this way to the one that shot at me. To tr so I'm... So yeah. Can I get into close range with the guy that tried to shoot at me? Absolutely. I will then again try to use misdirect. All, All right, right, here we go. See if that works. Clear dice. Do my light side. Two light side again. So it works. And I'm going to. Well, you to... said you're a dark side character, so I'm going to say it doesn't work. I'm well, kidding. I'm not. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Technically speaking, I am straight in the middle. I'm neutral. Um, but yeah, so I have two light sides. So I'll make him so he can't see me, I guess. Cool. Um, so you pop down. He, you disappear from his view. You do the John Cena thing. Yeah. <laughs> Wave the hand across his face. Yeah, but it's so... like really mechanical. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I moved and then did that. So I think I'll, I'll just, I'll stick with that. They can't. That particular one can't see me. All right. Back to the top of the batting order. Uh, what are the, the three adept fighters going to do? Jameer's going to go and try to pop another hole in these guys. So he was shooting to the northwest. He just blew that guy's chest cavity out. Yeah. There's Boo one just guy, shouts right out, he's going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Run away! And you see Jameer just like nodding heavily like that. And he takes a shot. <laughs> okay. Uh, that is three success, three advantage. Okay, so what's oh, that net for damage? Uh, that is nine damage. Nine damage. What's wait? What's your three advantage? Isn't that a critical on your uh, weapon? I don't have a critical on the blaster okay. pistol. But unless you, it's like an innate thing for ranged weapons, I don't know. Uh, so <laughs> you shoot the guy in the head, shoot, and then you shoot this guy also in the heart because you want to. You know, you were asked to not do something explicitly, yeah. and so you <laughs> fry him through the middle of the chest as well. And uh, he kind of looks up to the sky and he yells. Feels just like it should. <laughs> and everyone's going to look around. What does that mean? <laughs> and they're going to be very confused and afraid all at the same time. Boo uh, is look... afraid of where you would shoot them if I asked you not to shoot them there either. <laughs> <laughs> right in the dick. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's going to blow off all their limbs and make them into torsos. Yeah. Uh, just then, like the plan called. Uh, <laughs> hashtag the plan. Um... I think for the maneuver... Can I kind of like take uh, cover a little bit from where I'm at? Or... Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I'll say that like there's some a pile of rocks that you you shoot at and you manage to get yourself behind that isn't explicitly on okay. here, but you take cover, make it a little bit harder for them to to shoot shots. At okay. You. Yeah, because he, he got winged a little bit, so he's not terribly pleased about that. Yeah. Boo or uh, cosmic? What are we doing? Cosmic. Um, he's behind the guy, right? Mm -hmm. So he is going to, um, let's see here. Suplex him. This is more fun. Uh, I want to force push him and pin him against a tree. And I have the uh, force move uh, strong talent. So I can move people, uh, I can move like human sized objects. Nice. All right. I want to just pin him against a tree and maybe he'll drop his weapon or something. You know what I mean? I want to just like hold him there. I'll allow it. 
Come on, freaking dark side. Dark Here side. we go, boys. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm so good at this game, ladies and gentlemen, that is one dark side. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> You, you, the egg you is fickle. <laughs> the, the, the egg giveth and it taketh away. It, the, the egg has literally giveth me nothing in three attempts so far. <laughs> Can I give you an egg in this trying time? <laughs> Are you sure it's not a goose egg? Huh. Uh, uh, another terrible. Uh, oh. Well, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Good episode. <laughs> Bye. Uh, wow. So the way this works, Cosmic, is you go to move this guy, and I'm going to say, because it's fun, you actually move yourself out about 10 feet. You're like, push yourself away from him, and you're like, <laughs> like damn it! Do like, a, do like an anime slide, but like backwards, and I didn't get hit with a Kamehameha. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> you're like, shit. All right. You, you, you feel like you're getting there, you're keying it in, you're moving stuff, just not the so right So in my head, I'm like, yet. hmm, so far, everything that I want to have happen, the opposite has. So clearly, <laughs> I must intend the opposite to happen, and then the correct thing will occur. Obviously, I'm a fourth dimensional creature, and these are two dimensional creatures. <laughs> the opposite <laughs> is true. I was just thinking that, in fact. All right, it is now Bubar's turn. Um, How close can I get to this guy over here? You can get within engaged range, I would say, because you're in close, so now you're in engaged. Um, Boo is going to say, he's just going to tell him, like he's going to get in his face, if you don't run away, my friends are going to kill you. I <laughs> <laughs> so, Boo's like a pacifist. Yeah. <laughs> he's just really worried. It's not great for a PG, but it's hilarious otherwise. <laughs> so, this is how, so, Boo, if you'd like to, you can try to run, uh, try to roll a coercion uh, and it'll be against his discipline. Now, I'm going to give you a boost dice because his friends keep getting holes <laughs> through him. Uh, and then you'll roll it against uh, his discipline, and that is his will, and his will is one. So it's one purple dice against however many you have for coercion and a, and a single blue die. All right, so coercion, I have three green. Nice. Um, one, two, three, and then you said one of the blue squares. Yeah, one of the blue squares, one of the blue boys, and All then right. uh, a purple boy. Oh, and a purple. Oh, wow. Okay. Woo. All right. Three successes and one threat. You get up there and like you're like, please leave, and like you're just super stressed out. You're gonna take a strain, but he's going to <laughs> hand you his gun <laughs> and put his hands in the air and just like, okay, okay, and he's going to run off as it is now his turn. He's going to run off into the woods. <laughs> Bular he... turns around and he says, I defeated him. <laughs> I think we have different conceptions of defeat and victory. I mean, he ran away, and I'm still here. It is now the last uh, hunter's turn. He he didn't get pushed, but he felt someone push off him, maybe. Uh, and he's going to turn around, level his gun, and try to get one last shot off on Cosmic. Wait, 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 wait. Please don't. No, no, no. <laughs> How about if we say we don't? Have you heard of the Boo, <laughs> Boo yells, try the... to tell him you'll kill him. <laughs> it worked over here. I'll look at my dice tray. Wow. You suck. That's so many, so many blanks and one fail. Yeah. And one oh, advantage. Oh, oh. oh, the egg is finally with me. <laughs> the egg is with you. He turns and his gun gets caught on a branch 
that your shifting of your own body caused a fall and he just accidentally fires off the shot into the ground instead of at you and his gun's kind of caught up in it. Cosmic does the Han Solo shrug. (laughs) (laughs) Smooth. Smooth. Um, It is now Endor Lunas' turn. All right, so there's no longer... uh, That one's running away. I will move closer. I'll move. Am I? If I move, can I get into close range of the last hunter? Uh, I'm gonna say yes because that's well, definitely, definitely short. Uh, All right, yeah, yeah. or yeah. close range, short range. I will attempt. I'm gonna go for it again. I'm gonna try and use my force powers, and I am going to try and make a cosmic blue invisible to give him some form of advantage in this fight. <laughs> You're going to just uh, make Benjamin feel real dumb because you right. just keep, like, shooting off your powers and, like, he just cannot get anything done. All right, I'm going to roll it. Oh, I got a dark side. It failed that time. Um, uh, okay, so, so you're doing well with yourself, and you try, and instead you make him even more vivid blue <laughs> in the guy's mind. And he's like, ah, oh, great. There I, he is. I apologize. That did not work as planned. <laughs> Actually, I kind of like this look. <laughs> it's your funeral <laughs> uh, it is now back to the top of the order you all staring down the last hunter what you gonna do Jameer's gonna go uh oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's gonna roll over two of those advantage to add a blue die to his pool this time absolutely positively my friend and then for his move action his maneuver he's going to aim unless because I took cover. Do you want me to use that to like get out of cover then? No, I mean, I can say if you're going to aim from cover, you can like just okay, kind of level like your... Yeah. yeah, I'm going to say you're no longer in cover, but you are now have your okay. uh, weapon balance. So I have a, uh, a boost die for the advantage rollover. Two boosties. And a boost die for aiming. Sounds good to me. And I'm going to take a shot at this guy. Math checks out as you... Oh, that is correct. Wait a second. Have you played this before? <laughs> you seem to have a understanding of this rule set. Um, so that is three success, two advantage. So that's nine Jesus. points of damage again. <laughs> so this, because Boo was calling out this time, things don't go exactly as planned. Whatever it was, the wind shifts, and you just shoot this dude's dick off. Uh, <laughs> clean off. That's exactly what I was saying. <laughs> yeah. uh, you just hear he, Boo. Did you kill him? <laughs> and the dude falls to the ground uh, dickless and dead and you have all made it out of your first combat a little worse for the wear but certainly doing a little better well done well yeah done damn you. I took like a thousand damage holy crap <laughs> I never thought I could get so stressed out in battle but I guess it happens sometimes <laughs> robots get super stressed hey guys that guy gave me his gun <laughs> and you look and you look and you have a slug thrower rifle so i'll give you some of the stats for that it is ranged heavy uh up to range medium is the extent of its threshold it has uh an inflict critical injury at four advantage and its base damage these ones are a little different than the ones in the six instead of base damage so, of six your base damage is six exactly and what's so, it called it's called a slug thrower. So it's like in the Star Wars universe, normal guns exist. Uh, that's what um, Tusken Raiders and stuff use. But right. they're called slug throwers because they throw metal as opposed to uh, uh, little hot beams of, of, of red light. Makes sense. Them hot beams. Should that check. was a gift. Guys, what do I do with this thing? It was a gift from a fate brother. You two had similar auras. We should do check. I... 
the bodies for any clues. Oh no, I accidentally made my voice very similar to yours. <laughs> <laughs> so like, who's talking? Jameer's going to walk over to the first guy that he like blew the head off of and he's going to start just like rifling through his, his shit. You find the same thing. You find that slug thrower with the adjusted damage threshold of six. They all seem to be wearing... Who's just going to meditate for a moment? He he doesn't believe in, in looting corpses. I'm going to stack the dead bodies near Boo. <laughs> uh, Cosmic is going to follow Endor Luna while uh, while he's stacking bodies and be like, and be like, I was not aware that a droid could touch the power of the multidimensional egg. Have you heard the news of the egg and attempt to like convert him? <laughs> oh, I I'm not home right now. <laughs> Leave a message at the end of oh the beep. Oh my god. Beep. No, no solicitation. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, my name is Cosmic Royal Blue, and I am from the Inheritors of the Eternal Gift. And we would like to call to inquire you uh, about your interest in. Oh. <laughs> um, uh, 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 pound sign. <laughs> I'm almost I'm about to cry. <laughs> oh boy. Mailbox is full. <laughs> oh man. Uh, if you'd like to re listen to this message, press seven. Uh, no, no, please re record. Re record, please. Oh, oh my god. Boo, so you have actually found a, a pretty great part of this game. So as you meditate, heal yourself one strain. Because I'll say yeah! while you're booting through it, it takes about 15 minutes or so. And I believe you can heal a strain in 15 minutes. What's the rules on that one, Paul? Do you remember? I actually don't recall. And that's the rule. That's the rule now. Yeah, it's <laughs> pretty, I think it's pretty easy to recover strain. Yeah, I'm going to check the giant dice sheet, the, the crib sheet that's 13 pages long, and see if it says so, yeah, anything there's, about that. So for recovery, I just found it. End of encounter, there's a discipline cool check. One success, Ooh. recover one strain, natural rest. Yeah, I mean, I oh, guess that would that would mean yeah. it. I, I don't know. I mean, this is not necessarily conclusive. I'll, I'm going to say that's a natural rest because as long as you're not actively helping everybody else out, um, I'm let you just take a moment to yourself, take a beat, and I'll let you recover one of those strain. Uh, so you go through their pockets. You find each has a slug thrower. Each has these heavy fur clothes that give a plus one to soak if worn. Uh, it's pretty mundane. There's really not much to, to speak of. However, one of them you find has a satchel. Inside that satchel, you find it ha he has two stem packs. Nice. Awesome. Um, um, Boo, after meditating, goes over and he says, The force has told me that it is cold outside. And <laughs> he's going to put on one of the extra jackets. So what is your current armor? Oh, That's I would have to take off uh, just like the Jedi robes. The Jedi robes, as long as the soak's the same, everything kind of stays the same on your sheet. I just don't know what the, the I don't soak think is. The for. Jedi robes have oh. any soak, do they? They have, they, they, they do actually. I, okay. I won't do it then. I, I was just going to do it as a joke for him to put it on like over his thing, but it, I'll it, let you flavor do it. You do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> step on your dreams. You put on it's a okay. jacket. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> like a good DM to really stop someone's good time. Excuse me, my blue friend. Have we passed your test? And the holocron flies back, turns back on. We did many murders. Yeah, no, like I said, he lives like way over there. Uh, I really feel like none of you were listening. And and he's just like, like super far away. But I, I appreciate that you think that these guys with their with their weird mundane weapons 
and their weird, strange fur clothes were evil Sith lords. And he holds his hand above his head, like clearly exaggerating his stance, which you think is weird that someone pre-programmed that much sass into an AI. <laughs> but obviously they did. I mean, they did counteract most of our force powers. <laughs> I don't think that was counteracting as so much as... Uh, anti-egg anti energy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we, yeah, we learned about this in the order. To manipulate them failed so often. Yeah, the order, the order warned us of these anti-egg fields. They are <laughs> persistent and strong. Tell me, Master, <laughs> how do we defeat these anti-egg fields? By by murdering malefacts, of course. Yeah, yes, yes. Go and murder malefacts. Uh, could is there any way we could convince him to to leave of his own free will, like the other guy did? Uh, you probably could. Yes, that sounds good. Oh, oh no, I'm fading. <laughs> he, he blinks out, but the holocron stays there. Uh, it's clearly just listening to what you all are doing still. <laughs> the holocron seems to have lost its purpose. Maybe we should recycle it. <laughs> it starts like beeping erratically and just kind of flies a little. <laughs> well, um, it kind of sounds like we don't have a whole lot of choice. Did I see that someone looted a stim pack? Yeah, there's two stim packs that were, were looted. I, I took so much damage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you can grab one of those stim packs. So the way I believe stim packs work is the first time you use it, they, do, they give you five points back, but every subsequent stim pack that you use only gives you four. So it, it kind of scales down in that way, but it's a guaranteed five for the first one. So if you want to grab one of those, stick it in your thigh, call it a day. I have six wounds, so uh, that's I'll take it. <laughs> right, so you burn one of your stim packs, and you heal five of your wounds. Oh, oh I can get used to this, baby. <laughs> it, it seems like there is more people for us to murder. Well, I kind of also think we might should check out that lightsaber thing that the the blue guy was talking about. Yeah, so that's a good idea. Lightsaber. So as you check out the region, uh, what you do is you note kind of on the, the maps that you have on your data pads that there seems to be uh, ruins just past where you all were. So where it says Hunter's Camp on that map is uh, kind of where you were. And so just north you suspect are the ruins that he's speaking of. Better tools for murder are always appreciated. I mean, I was going to kind of use them as a tool for protecting, you know, people, but... Yes, protecting people from their own lives. <laughs> this lightsaber, is it a weapon? Uh, it is one of the great weapons of the Jedi. The what now? The Jedi, the, uh, egg users. I am not familiar. I am an egg user, and I'm not familiar with a lightsaber. It's a, it's like a, a, it's a little stick, and and a light comes out of it, and it it, it you protects mean people. A black light. Don't be silly. <laughs> Boo just kind of puts his hand on his head. Spark, he sparks, showering out of his head. <laughs> <laughs> Let us pursue uh, these instruments of death. You all pick up sticks, start walking your way downtown fast. Homebound. And if you all. My homeworld is very far from here. <laughs> you're still homebound, technically. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to put, I put cosmic over. You all enter from the western portion of that map there. 
So as you come to these ruins, you see these great steps. They are resplendent carvings intricate on the face of each of them and you watch as they rise to seemingly nothing uh, a building that once stood has fallen through uh, a river has cut whatever was there in half you do notice however that there are two standing obelisks still one to the north of the steps and one to the south of the steps that lead in from the west Maybe we should investigate some of these ruins. Well, he did hmm. say that we needed to look around. Can I uh, nose around and use my lore skill to see if I know anything about all this stuff? Who knows what are in my weird writings? Absolutely, you can use your lore. So go ahead. I'm going to say yep. just because I you're... also have uh, I also have one rank in knowledge lore. Or, oh, wait, no, it's one of my careers, but I don't have a rank in it. Never mind. So I'll let, I'm going to let, uh, I believe, Cosmic uh, say, uh, go ahead and roll me. It's going to be an average check because your misreadings make the information that you hold uh, accurate, but maybe a little misinterpreted. So roll three me an successes. average. Three successes. You would know that the writings of the egg explicitly make mention that these obelisk-like structures were used for storage of a, of a number of things in olden days, but they look mundane to the outside. But you'd also know from your readings that if you touch them in just the right way, uh, they open up to reveal their contents. I know of these. Come, come, let me show you. And he walks everybody over to one of the obelisks. So the first one that's to the south looks pretty badly damaged. There's a large crack that runs through it. Uh, and kind of it's sloughed and is skewed. You don't think it's functioning, but the one to the north looks immaculate. You notice the, the fine stonework and craftsmanship that's on the face of the steps is replicated here, and it does seem to still be, for all intents and purposes, intact. Each of these obelisks exist in seven dimensions at once, but there is one place where all of the dimensions overlap, that if we touch it in just the right spot, it will open and reveal its secrets to us. This one is damaged. Beep. <laughs> <laughs> can I use the force sense? Yes, you can. By all means, uh, go ahead and try and reach out and see if you can sense what's inside. Uh, so just roll one. Um, yep. Uh, okay. Come on, light side point. No! <laughs> One dark. <laughs> Oof. God, is so angry at me. As Cosmic moves up, he moves his hands across the obelisk quite deftly, as though he has reread and read these texts. He moves his hand aside as these different runic symbols all light up. You watch as a seam forms that was not there before, and the front of the obelisk opens wide. In there are 20 or so brackets. The brackets stand empty. Unsure of their original purpose as you move from top to bottom, they all seem to have held something that was the shape of a scroll, perhaps. You're not entirely sure. But as you turn your sight down, you notice that four of the brackets are still filled with these weird silver cylinders. 
dibs. <laughs> Jimmy runs over and grabs one. Jimmy, you I run over. Bular's uh, crying. Endor Luna will also grab one. So you all grab one in your hand, and you find that you can thumb this button on top. You you press it, and it spurts to life. Not the lightsabers of old, but some would say that they were for training. And you all are now the proud owners of training lightsabers. The uh, Endor Luna is just kind of kind of like insert it into his frame. (laughs) Jip. While still on. Looking at the beam of light and then like he's slowly moving it towards his offhand, like just as close as he can get it. Like, do I touch this thing or not? You feel this intense heat as it gets even close and you pull it away fairly quickly. Boo never pushes the button on his uh, and he just kind of kneels down and like meditates in front of it. That, Boo, that's just about it. Boo, roll me another force die if you'd be so kind. Ooh. Let's see if I can finally get... <laughs> oh. Got another dark side. Just, I have not rolled a single one. Even with that roll, in this place, you feel yourself so aligned. You feel your sense stretch farther than it has before. Perhaps it's the locale, perhaps it's the material beneath your feet. As your senses outstretch, you feel three living presences, which is strange because you're certain that you're with two and a droid. But as it stretches farther still, you feel a large presence. Out of a hole to the east appears this giant creature. Its gnashing mouth and pincer-like claws pull it from this deep hole, and it bellows this ear-piercing screech as this acklay emerges to feast dislike. on your bodies. Dislike. And I guess we'll have to find out if you all do well with your training lightsabers <laughs> in our next foray <laughs> into the Star Wars Force and Destiny system. I climb up onto a... It's going to be a nightmare when I cut that together. (laughs) Four Corners Games podcast is property of Four Corners Games, Inc. For more information about Four Corners Games, please visit fourcornersgames.com with the number four. Music and sound on this episode by Sirenscape because epic games need epic sound.